Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Would you be the jerk for never forgiving somebody if they forced you to make you get rid of your cat? Am I the jerk for deliberately getting rejected from a summer camp so I wouldn't have to watch over my special needs stepsister? My dad has been married to Anne for 8 years now. I'm 16 year old female and my stepsister Anne's daughter is 15 year old female. Anne's daughter is autistic and she struggles a lot socially. For the most part, her issues stem from not knowing when she's being taken advantage of or bullied until it gets more serious. And then she has some really bad episodes that come from being treated that way. When my dad first married Anne, they told me it was now my job to look out for her and be a good big sister, and they really put me to the test. They made me spend time with her at school, even though we're a grade apart and I was used to having time with my friends for lunch. They would make me supervise her if she wanted to play with kids in the neighborhood or park. She liked playing with younger kids until COVID put a stop to that for a while. I'd have to follow her out all the time. I resent the role I have to play in her life. I never wanted to be someone's keeper and it's not something I enjoy doing. Several weeks ago, Dad and Ann announced that we would be going to this Christian summer camp and that Ann's daughter really wanted to go. We're doing the day part but there is day and sleepaway parts of it. Ann is very religious and Dad became religious after he married Ann. When my mom was alive and they were married, he was an atheist. I'm like my mom in the old hymn that way. I hate church. I hate most religious stuff honestly. It's always been judgmental in my experience, and as someone with a trans best friend and friends who are not straight, I've seen the crap Anne's church has said about LGBTQIA people. I also don't want to be stuck taking care of her for six weeks this summer. So I emailed the pastor over the camp and made it pretty clear where I stood on the issue and that I would make sure I talked about not believing in God and would openly discuss LGBTQIA issues throughout the camp. Seems like it worked because Anne got a call the next day and said they could no longer accept me as I'm not a member of their church. I was never baptized and have refused to be. It took about a week for her and my dad to figure out I had a part to play in it. They asked how I could be so selfish and how I could abandon my sister like that. That she could end up being treated terribly there and she'll have nobody looking out for her. I told them it was not my job to do that. It's been over a week now and they're still pissed and the camp starts soon-ish and they're only growing more angry the closer it gets. I expected it somewhat but they really believe what I did was crappy. Dad said mom would be ashamed of me and I told him she'd be ashamed of him trying to pawn off parenting onto me and she would have never have been okay with any of this. He told me I was being cruel. Am I the jerk? I really don't think OP's the jerk because I agree with a lot of the sentiment they're expressing here. They shouldn't have to spend their childhood looking out for somebody else. And if they don't particularly want to practice a religion, they shouldn't be forced to go to some sleepaway camp for weeks on end. Our next story is, am I the jerk for kicking out of the house my husband's aunt who criticized my bond with my cat after having a baby? Hey everyone, I find myself in need of some judgment since my family's divided and I still think I'm not the jerk. 
I'm looking for your honest opinions to help me assess if I was in the wrong here. I'm a woman in my late 20s, and I recently became a mother. I've been absolutely loving every aspect of motherhood. Alongside my newfound role as a mom, I have a cherished cat who I'm always shared a deep bond with. Even after the arrival of my baby, I've made it a point to continue involving my cat in our family life. We still go on little walks together around the garden, just the two of us, and I make sure to spend quality time snuggling and bonding with her. I also love how much my girl loves and cares for the baby. During a visit from my husband's family, his aunt decided to share their unsolicited opinion with me. It was kind of out of the blue. My cat is shy with people, so she was in my room looking through the window. When she wants my attention, she makes a particular meow. Husband told me and I went to check on her. After I came back, his aunt started going on about how having a cat around my baby could potentially be dangerous and implied that I should shift my focus away from my cat. She said it was not natural and I should just focus on the baby. A cat is a cat. I told her to get out of my house now. She was astonished and I told her it's extremely rude to go to other people's houses and start to criticize how they live their lives, especially when we barely have a relationship. I've seen the woman three times in my life. One of them was the wedding. She and her sister got out. My husband told me I was right, but I was rude and I could have said that in a better way. My sister-in-law, who was present, think I overreacted. I told my best friend and she's with me, but she's also a cat lover, so I don't know if it counts. So Reddit, am I the jerk? Honestly, I do think the ant was overblowing things here, but I also think OP was especially explosive in this situation. I mean, although she's wrong to say, well, you shouldn't focus on your cat, and essentially telling you to kick the cat outside, I also don't think that necessitates a reaction of telling her to get out of the house and now. Our next story is, am I the jerk for leaving my sick husband at home? My 25-year-old male, husband Harry, 26-year-old male, has been in bed with the flu for about a week now. He's quite miserable, headache, nausea, fairly high fever, so I've been working from home to be able to keep an eye on him throughout the day. It was my younger siblings, twins, 9 years old, birthday on Saturday, and my husband and I were invited over to my parents' house to celebrate. On Friday, Harry told me he wasn't feeling up to a children's birthday party, which is understandable. I wouldn't necessarily want to be around rowdy children if I was sick either. So I decided I'd go there on my own, bring over the presents, stay for an hour or two, and be back home before dinner. To be honest, after spending days holed up in our flat taking care of my husband, I was quite grateful for the opportunity to get outside for a few hours. When I told Harry as much, he didn't comment on it, but he did seem a bit grumpy afterwards. Saturday came and I drove over to my parents' house in the afternoon. They live about 20 minutes away. I left Harry with some painkillers, tea, and tissues on the nightstand so he wouldn't need to get up while I was gone. I told him he could call me in case something happened, though. The party went great and I got back home after about two hours without any calls from Harry so I assumed everything had gone well. However, he was frowning all evening, and when I asked whether he was alright, he called me selfish for leaving him alone, and accused me of not caring about his well-being. He told me I should have stayed home with him instead of having fun on my own while he was miserable. He's since been giving me the silent treatment whenever I tried to talk to him about it. It's been a few days, and I thought he'd have calmed down by now, but he's still sulking, and I'm starting to wonder whether his reaction is reasonable and I'm the jerk here. So, I know although in that situation you're feeling terrible, you really don't want to get up and if you have somebody that can help you out, you probably want to take advantage of it. 
But even with the flu, for a few hours in the day, you can get up and do a little bit of self-care and then go right back into bed. I mean, what if they didn't have a partner to rely on? Would they just wither away? Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my husband to buy wine for people he invited over? My 27-year-old female, husband, 29-year-old male, informed me at 2.30 today that he invited a couple over for after work. I've met the guy two or three times but have never met his wife. They've also never been over to our house. On to the issue, I'm still working at about 4pm, I work from home, and my husband informs me that the couple said they would bring over food. This was perfect for me as I was still working and would honestly scramble a bit to clean and put together dinner by 6. He asks what they should bring and I was half distracted and after we asked a few times I said, how about something easy like pizza? We can do pizza and wine. I get off work at about 4.15 and my husband starts by saying, you don't need to clean for friends to just casually hang out. I explained that I would like to run some bleach in the toilets and a mop on the floor as I don't know these people and they've never been to our house before. That it would be different if a friend I'm close with who comes over all the time came over. He stated, fine, but I'm going to sit on the couch and do nothing. I then walked over to our wine rack and noticed we only had three bottles of sickly sweet wine. Nothing dry or even semi-dry. So I asked him if he could go buy some wine while I clean up. He blew up on me about how we don't need to spend $100 every time we have people over or make our house into a showroom. And he was going to stop inviting people over if it was going to make me like this. I honestly love having people over, but not last minute on a work day. So Reddit, am I the jerk for asking my husband to buy wine when he invited people over? In my book, if you're hosting and the people coming over are providing food, you should at the very least provide drinks. 100% OP's not the jerk. OP's actually caring about being a good host. You're inviting them over to your place, like sure, okay, you don't really need to clean up that much. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter that much, but like, yeah, especially if they're bringing food, you want to have something for them. It's like going over to your buddy's place for a party they're hosting and you find out all they got to drink is like diet RC cola. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not waiting to use the restroom until my, male 26, fiance, female 26, our son and dog got home? For context, I was getting out of work and gave her a call to let her know I was heading home. She told me that she wasn't home, 30 minutes away, but that she was going to pick up our dog from our parents' house, and she would either let our son play there for a bit or just leave him there and head home. She essentially said, don't expect me to be there as soon as you get home. I get home from work in a suit, and it's hot outside, so all I'm thinking about is taking off the suit and using the restroom. I do that, and as I'm sitting on the toilet, I check her location and see that she's like 6 minutes away. I'm thinking, shoot, she's going to get upset because she needs my help getting inside the house with our dog or something. I was shocked to see her get home 10 minutes after I got home. Not only that, our son was also with her, pretty much contradicting what she said earlier. I texted her, sorry I'm in the restroom right now, when I saw her parked outside. When I get downstairs, she was pissed that me using the restroom was more of an urgency than helping her get the kids inside the house. She said that I knew she was coming, so she was surprised I didn't wait. But in reality, I wasn't expecting her soon. She also said that this reminds her more and more that she's able to be a single parent and doesn't need my help. So OP especially went out of their way to later clarify that their son doesn't have any disabilities, their dog isn't disabled. In fact, they're both three years old. 
so I really don't get her argument here. It's extremely petty, and honestly, I feel sorry for OP. I don't think there's very many situations in which you can shame somebody for going to the restroom when they need to go. This next story is, am I the jerk for wearing my wedding ring to my sister's wedding against her wishes and hijacking her night? My sister, 29-year-old female, got married last Saturday. The ceremony was beautiful and I enjoyed myself as much as someone who's famously not a wedding guy could. The dramatics were not quite as enjoyable. I, 27-year-old male, hadn't seen my family in a few months and we've only had a handful of phone calls over the course of those months. It's never on purpose that I pull one of these disappearing acts, it's mostly out of habit. I've been fiercely independent for most of my life, and I get easily caught up in whatever I'm doing at the time that makes it hard for me to remember to keep those not in my direct line of sight in the loop. My mother is the same way. It's also nice visiting around times when big events like this are going on, as my mom is prone to hovering whenever I'm home, and this takes some of the spotlight off me. I had been in Ireland around 8 months prior to flying in last Thursday. I was originally there to spend two weeks with my best friend who, thanks to the aforementioned one-track mindness I possess, I had unfortunately grown apart from within recent years. Ours was a friendship that had started since we were 14 and was one of the most important relationships in my life for over a decade, and I wanted to put more effort into it so I didn't lose it. He was spending time overseas as to reconnect with his heritage since his father's passing. I was already traveling, and my stay obviously turned out to be a lot longer than two weeks. It also turned into us getting married. Funny how life works out. About two weeks before our trip to the States for my sister's wedding, I sent out a mass email to close family letting them know that me and my husband were married. I wanted to assuage any possibility of us stealing any thunder right from the get-go. My mom replied that she was hurt that she wasn't told sooner or allowed to be there, which I understood. It seemed her mood flipped by the time we met in person, however. Rehearsal dinner was on Friday and that was where we all met up for the first time. My mom was overjoyed to see me and my partner and spent a large part of the night telling stories about she had always predicted there was something different about my friendship with him compared to others I was close with in high school. It was a very sweet moment, but at the end of the night... A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. My sister pulled me aside and asked if we could not wear our wedding rings to her ceremony. I was confused, so I asked why. She said I was taking the attention off her and she was already bitter that I was hijacking her rehearsal dinner. More family might take notice if I wore my ring tomorrow and cause a similar incident. I refused. Like I mentioned before, the ceremony was beautiful, but she didn't speak to me for the rest of the weekend and we ended up leaving the reception early. Am I the jerk? I don't think honestly OP's the jerk though. I mean, I think while at the rehearsal they probably should have maybe tried to turn down some of the attention they were getting and saying, you know, trying to keep the focus on this current wedding. But I don't think overall OP's the jerk. It's not like they went there seeking to hijack this whole thing. Our next story is, am I the jerk for exposing my future sister-in-law for bullying me in high school at a family event? In high school, I used to be friends with this girl, Annika. We were close until junior year when I discovered she'd been spreading false rumors about me. However, even after I stopped being friends with her, she continued to make up lies about me and made my life heck right up until we graduated. We went to different universities and I'm in my mid-twenties now. My older brother Carter went to the same university as Annika. Recently he announced that he'd gotten engaged to his girlfriend. Our family was happy for him, but we were surprised at the same time since we didn't know he was dating anyone. He said he'd introduce her at an upcoming family party. The party rolled around and guess who walked in the door with Carter? Annika. I honestly thought I was hallucinating and I felt sick seeing her again. Carter left Annika with some relatives, then came over to me and asked to talk. We went to another room and Carter explained he'd met Annika at a party and didn't recognize her, but it was love at first sight. But after he found out her full name, he realized it was the same Annika who spread lies about me. He confronted her and she claimed to not remember me or anything she did. He let it go because he really liked her. He then pleaded with me to be nice to her since she didn't remember what she had done and that she was a good person. I just told him I needed a moment to myself to process everything. When I eventually went back to the party, I decided I would ignore her. I didn't say anything rude, I just didn't talk to her or acknowledge her. She didn't talk to me or acknowledge me either. But when we sat down to eat, all heck broke loose. One of my aunts asked me how I felt about my brother getting married. I tried changing the subject, but she kept pressing, so I eventually snapped and said something like, I actually don't feel great about it considering his future wife bullied me and never apologized. Everyone turned to look at Annika. She just started crying and ran out of the room. Carter went after her and they left early. The rest of the night was chaotic because everyone was asking me what happened. I told them. Later, Carter was calling me and said I was a horrible person for embarrassing Annika in front of the whole family and I was being petty over high school drama. He demanded I apologize to her. I refused and said he was the awful one for blindsiding me with this and that if she never bothered to reach out and apologize for what she did while they were dating, I wasn't going to let it go now that they were engaged. He kept insisting that she didn't remember and she can't apologize for something she doesn't remember. 
but I think that's BS. I ended up hanging up on him. The way I see it, I was asking a direct question, and I provided a direct answer. Also, I don't think I have any obligation to cover for her when she made my life heck, especially when she's obviously lying about not remembering. Am I the jerk? I definitely don't buy the suggestion that she doesn't remember it. There's a lot of things I probably don't remember from when I was younger. Bullying somebody probably wouldn't be one of those. I just don't think OP's the jerk. This next story is, am I the jerk because I threatened to send my stepmother to jail? As background information, my parents have been divorced for over 10 years, and me, male 21, and my siblings, female 24 and male 19, met my father's new girlfriend about four years ago. Our not-yet-stepmother always had a certain dislike towards us, and we didn't like her either. She always subtly implied that she doesn't like us. We've often tried to tell this to our father, but he's the quiet type. He never gets involved and believes that we should feel educated by her. I moved out a year ago. Now I've learned that my father and his girlfriend are planning to get married, her idea. Even though our family's never been financially well off, my stepmother wants to have a big celebration. Now here's the problem. She's demanding financial support from all of us children for the celebration because we're family too. My sister, 24, is kind-hearted and even offered to help voluntarily, but my brother, 19, and I were super annoyed. When I refused to give her a single buck and suggested that she should just make the celebration smaller, she flipped out and we had a heated argument. After that, we didn't have any contact for a few days until I suddenly received a notification that a certain amount of money was missing from my bank account. It turned out that my crazy stepmother had her hands in our accounts. Since I had a good relationship with my father, he had access to one account, which money she simply took. It wasn't a significant amount, but when she refused to return the money, I threatened to report her to the police for theft. All the relatives think that I want to prevent the wedding, and they say, don't make such a fuss, family's more important than money, blah blah but I'm angry and waiting to see if she returns it or if I actually go through with it. Am I the jerk? 100% not the jerk. Get your money back. Get that account unlinked from your father. And honestly, I would start taking a step back from even acknowledging them. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my dad I will not forgive him if he makes me get rid of my cat? I, female 16, live with just my dad, male 42. My mom left when I was five and I haven't seen her since. Two years ago, my dad started dating Chris, female 41. She's okay, we definitely aren't close. It's kind of me doing my thing and Chris doing her thing. I figured I'll be out of the house soon, so it doesn't really matter if my dad's girlfriend and I don't get along. Except, we have a big problem. I have a cat I got when I was 13, and she was just a kitten. She's helped me through a lot of tough times. When Chris first came over, she saw my cat and said she was allergic. Well, I don't believe it. She's been over for multiple days. Her eyes don't get puffy or watery. She doesn't sound congested or anything. And she also doesn't get hives or a rash or anything, so I call BS. Because she constantly talks about how bad her allergies are, but I see no symptoms. Well, Sunday, my dad proposed, and of course, Chris said yes. Her apartment lease is coming up for her to renew if she wanted, but last night they were talking about Chris just moving in with us. Then she said, well, if I'm living here full time, the cat's got to go. She complained that she's not always going to deal with her allergies. I told them, no, I'm not willing to give up my cat. My dad pleaded with me saying it's unfair to Chris to have to deal with her allergies all the time while living with us. 
Chris kind of had a smirk on her face while my dad was trying to bargain with me. In that moment, I knew she was definitely faking. After Chris left, I told my dad I will never forgive him if he makes me get rid of my cat, and I also told him I think Chris is faking being allergic to cats. He got mad and told me I'm being a selfish brat, and I just don't want him to be happy. I know some people will say my cat is just a pet, but she's honestly family to me. As somebody who staunchly loves their pets and believes that they are part of the family, I cannot imagine having your cat for three years and then being told, I'll just give them up, my new girlfriend has allergies to them, we're just gonna have to give them up. It doesn't work like that to me. They're not something you can just give away and be fine with it. Our next story is, would I be the jerk for having a small please refrain from section on the back of a wedding invitation? I, 19-year-old male, am planning to get married to my girlfriend, 18-year-old female, later this year. Yes, I know, it's young, but I'm not here to be judged for that. On to the issue, we've recently finished designing our wedding invitations, or at least the first draft sort of thing, and mutually decided that it would be a good idea to include a couple notes on the back about conduct. Two main factors play into this. One being the abundance of horror stories about people proposing or announcing their pregnancies at weddings, and the other being that her parents are abusive narcissists who've proven themselves untrustworthy and selfish throughout our relationship. At the bottom of the backside of the invite, we wrote something like, Out of courtesy, please refrain from the following, marriage proposals or pregnancy announcements, excessive white or off-white attire, and photography during the ceremony. We'll have a photographer, and phone photography is very obnoxious in this scenario. We both felt that these were very reasonable rules, but upon showing the invitation to my mother, 60-year-old female, she found it offensive and called it alienating and ungodly, Christian household, to have these guidelines. She says if she were one of the non-family recipients, she would consider not even coming due to just that. I pointed out that not coming in that scenario would mean that she doesn't agree with the rules, meaning we wouldn't want her there anyway. But she said it's not about the rules themselves, but about putting them on the invite this way. She feels that anyone that we're worried about, as far as the above issues are concerned, should be spoken to privately. But I would like to avoid singling anyone out, which is why I've also leaned against having two separate versions of the invite. Would I be the jerk for including these guidelines? I guess you could argue that it makes OP the jerk because it should be common sense stuff and most of the people that receive these invites should not feel like they're targeted for any reason as if they would violate those rules. Some people in the comments suggested and I agree with though that you're probably just asking for trouble highlighting these rules because if there are jerks out there in your family who would do something like that, they're probably especially going to try to go out of their way when you highlight those things. Our next story is, am I the jerk for backing out of paying for my sister's wedding dress over a joke she made? I had an incident on my wedding day back in 2017 where my former fiancé abandoned me and ran away with his pregnant mistress. That image, those details, are forever engraved in my mind, and I'll never forget how I felt that day. This was truly a turning point in my life. My family has always been there for me, so I kept close to them. My younger sister is currently engaged, and her wedding will be in a few months. She's struggling with money, so I decided to help her and her fiancé and pay the wedding dress. This allowed her to be able to buy her dream wedding gown that costs $7,000. It's a lot for a dress, but she literally cried because she wanted it. 
This happened a few days before we agreed to go buy the dress. We were eating dinner at my parents' home and my cousin and aunt were there. My aunt was asking my sister about the wedding and my sister said that everything was going according to plan and then casually laughed and said, let's just hope he won't run away with a pregnant mistress or something on our wedding day. I was blown away completely. She laughed and aunt laughed too as if this was a joke. She was basically mocking what happened with me and my wedding. It happened so fast I got up and started screaming at her, calling her an idiot. But my parents asked me to take it easy and she said it was a joke and she didn't think I'd react so intensely. My aunt remained seated and my cousin asked me to calm down and drink some water, but I grabbed my stuff and as I was getting ready, I told my sister she was getting zero dollars for her dream wedding dress, then I walked out. I heard louder commotion as I walked away, and my dad and cousin followed me outside trying to talk, but I asked to be left alone. My dad spoke to me saying I was too harsh on my sister over a joke and said that I know this is how she is with her dark sense of humor. They said she's been crying after I decided to back out of helping her and said this would ruin her wedding. They want me to reconsider my decision since it might damage my relationship with my sister, but I refused. Did I overreact? Info, it's my aunt they would usually bring up what happened from time to time and say stuff like, If what happened didn't happen, you would have had at least two kids now. Or, do you know what day it is? Your wedding anniversary. It's harsh, but she stopped doing it anymore. Maybe my sister is being influenced by her, but still. It hurt the same, and more, coming from my own sister. I definitely don't think OP's the jerk here. Nobody has to play along with, this is how she is with her dark sense of humor. I hate anybody that's willing to just tear somebody down over very blatant and obvious insecurities and then try to say, oh, come on, I was just joking. I've definitely had my fair share of that in my life. I don't play around with that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.